Welcome to the Peace at Home podcast. I'm your co-host Sinan. And I'm Jamie. And our music is by Jordan, before anyone scolds me for forgetting. But also, we have a guest with us today. Uh, it is our good friend, uh, Jack, from the Real Politic podcast. Uh, hey, Hello. Jack. Yeah. Um, hey. All right. It's yeah. Good to be here. I I, uh, I I like how we're doing this. Like we didn't just record a bonus episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> trying to summon up some uh, some kind of uh, some of that of that uh, instant rapport. Some yeah, of that natural natural feel. Uh, no, preserving the magic of television for people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's uh, you know it's good to be here. It's been fun. The stuff that we've recorded already, but. You won't have just heard. Yeah. Um, uh, if you want to hear the stuff that's really fun, you've got to go to the Patreon. Pay these guys money. That's right. So mm-hmm. I can fuel my addiction, which is about to become Warhammer 40k minis again. So, Jesus. Yeah, I know. It's not good. Lord, Lord, Lord. Yeah, I went to Warhammer World on Saturday with a friend, and I got a souvenir yeah. coin, like a chaos coin. It's really cool. Um, Better than my addiction, which yeah. is drugs. Well... Yeah, I, I suppose it's less. It's less like health, you know. It's, le- it's less of a health issue to get like uh, Warhammer minis. Although I don't know, it depends what they put in the paint. I just like to say when I say drugs, I yeah, <laughs> I just mean weed. But... Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I just don't worry. I'm not a heroin addict. Like, Anyone who has don't... seen Jack, like an image of Jack, knows it's weed. I don't smoke crack. <laughs> Just anyway, like, anyway, 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 I'll be. Anyway, my yeah. I do not smoke crack t shirt is getting yeah, exactly. a lot of questions <laughs> already was, answered by my t shirt. I was yeah, going to say, you as don't soon smoke as we... it yet, but everyone knows that the weed, like the, the devil's lettuce, is just a fucking gateway drug, don't they? That's right, <laughs> that's right. Yes, yeah, so soon enough. Yeah, I don't smoke it, but I do inject it into my dick. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, um, as soon as we get a storefront, um, we will be selling BAP stickers and I don't smoke crack t shirts. <laughs> just just you know yeah that, that's that's i i feel like we i i have a store i have a storefront that we can use but i feel like we need to buy a domain to actually use it and i don't know that this is a project that's gonna last long enough for a domain <laughs> to be necessary what else do you say you'll be saying bap stickers oh bap stickers you don't know about like stickers BAP. with a fucking picture of a sandwich on it no and also that's going to be controversial that you called it a yeah. sandwich um uh, BAP. <laughs> a, 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 a fucking bread-based delicacy i yeah. don't know <laughs> jack uh check out the discord real quick i'm gonna send you an image of the of the logo of bap um the the episode notes uh, that is the logo of an actual political party. Oh wow! Because I yeah. called a political party in a short story I wrote BAP years ago. It was Wait, the, really? the British Autonomy Party. Oh, it's like did a they, racist did they, racist they, party. Did they have a jaguar jumping for a drum as a logo? <laughs> no, they didn't. I didn't really get to the stage of visual design with yeah, <laughs> the but, story, but, but, but but yeah, any, but yeah. Any, if anyone wants to learn more about BAP, which is the one thing Jamie remembers from this podcast, uh, yeah. Do check out the uh, the Patreon. That's where you will learn about BAP. And are they? Are they? Is the the uh, large cat uh, desecrating a musical instrument because uh, they're like a sort of ISIS anti-music <laughs> sort of organization? Um, no, they are kind of anti. They're anti-musician specific musician. <laughs> uh, okay. um, which one? Which one? Um, is so it there someone was, I like? No, no, no. It was an Anatolian rock musician uh, who. Was how the... uh, how do you know that I don't like Anatolian rock? Well, I mean, I I look, I <laughs> I don't know that you'll have heard of this band. 
truthfully. <laughs> I, I don't think I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, to be fair, the music, we found a song decent. by them. It was really good. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. I, might, I might share it in a, in a sec. But the, um, but the sort of, like, the short story is this drummer was the um, son-in-law of a famous politician, and he apparently got given a gift, which was considered a bribe by these politicians who formed BAP, which was a Jaguar car. <laughs> which is that's a jaguar like it looks like jumping for a drum and that's awesome. yeah Branding. and it, and it was a party purely designed to troll one of the major political parties in turkey no intention of fucking winning just the fucking tro- it was a shit post party for and through shame it was center right but you know we oh, can't right, okay. we can't always you know we can't have everything but it was very funny and i think it being center right is okay because it was ineffective on a yeah. political level like we can't have everything UK. but we, we can't have that you, fucking logo we, we really did. We can have that logo because it's because uh, <laughs> the party got uh, officially uh, dissolved in like 1988. So we actually have the legal rights to make shirts with that logo. Um, <laughs> thank That's you, to, thank uh, you no, to the, the Turkish courts for that one. Yeah, though the real the real bat seemed to be to the left of the bat in the short story that I wrote. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my dissertation for my BA. Yeah, <laughs> my BAP, you could say. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, anyway, we, we have immediately gone off topic before we even got to the topic, so this is a good sign. Um... <laughs> I'm just trying to stave off, like, not having anything to say about shit I know nothing about. Oh, that's okay, <laughs> like, you can ask, like, this is, there's no, there's no shame here. People can ask questions, you know, that's good. Okay. We, li- we like it when people ask questions. Uh, yeah, that's the high-res BAP logo um, that we're going to use for... Um, P- I love that this is a- an audio medium and I'm just explaining stuff that I'm looking at. Yeah, very that's nice. a thing that keeps on happening on this podcast and I never, I will never fucking learn my lesson. I will just keep doing this forever. <laughs> yeah, you uh, already explained what it looks like, so just imagine yeah, I mean, what, what Sinan said before, but it's yeah. in high-res. Yeah, it's the, it's the Jaguar <laughs> logo as in the car and it's a drum. Like, I don't know how much more clear that could be. I do also like it because BAP is the sound that would clearly make. <laughs> BAP! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Big drum exploding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah it's good fun. Um, I need to, I now need to find that song. So I'm going to try and find that song in the background. Um, in the BAP ground. In the BAP ground, if you will, <laughs> yes. Um, this year's Turkish elections are a political battleground. <laughs> <laughs> they they ran in a by election and got fucking battered. So um, ba- got they got fucking battered. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, nah, Jamie likes it. This, um, yeah, this is the yeah, best, yeah. best content we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, lo- just like I, I can. Yeah, I'm good at these like lowest common denominator stupid I also, fucking dad jokes. Like, I'm trying <laughs> to I'm trying to find the um the 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 song. I'm trying to find the song. In the uh, in the Discord, and I've just found a bit where Jamie clearly clocked onto the fact that I used video game music in part of the podcast, and <laughs> didn't. And it was because uh, I because I was probably supposed to use Tekken music for that bit oh, yeah. to make sense, but I didn't because um, yeah, uh, I just couldn't be bothered to be honest to find any Tekken music that fit. Which which is which does not doesn't speak well of my uh, my work ethic, and also I'm just scrolling through. The chat now, so and, it's, I. and it's just fucking crazy images. It's pe- there's a lot of bald people I'm making fun of. Clearly, oh yeah, there's one guy. I'm is that Gorbachev? He looks like Mike Gapes. Wait, which guy are you on about? Um, uh, he's shit. Uh, it's when there's just pictures of a bunch of guys in one recent message, like George Bush is in the picture above it. 
Oh, 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 oh. I think George um, Bush with some cunt who looks like Robert Winston. Oh, that yeah, might that. be um that might be Blair Ejivet. Um No no um, <laughs> Yeah, I think it I think it might be Blair Ejivet. Um meeting George. Yeah, it's Blair Ejivet. And then yeah, that's um that's the death his um yeah. That's him meeting Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah, it's just Blair Ejivet meeting a bunch of fucking pricks. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's that was what that was. Um <laughs> It makes a lot of sense. Um Turkish Star Wars. Yeah, I'm trying to find that song. So ah, I found it. I found it. I found it. I I found the song. It is super good. Um, I will maybe put in a little sample of it here for people wondering what uh, what the fuck I'm talking about. But this is this, this song that will be coming up. Will be by the Bap guy. Well, yeah, the Bap man, if you will. The Bap man. Uh, the yeah. Bap. Yes. Bap man. Bap man. The latest <laughs> province to be added to Turkey, because uh, there is in fact a place in Turkey called Batman. But I'm not explaining that again. <laughs> we can't. Oh keep... yeah, you did explain this to. Uh, was it on Real Politics? Yeah, definitely. On one of your streams. It was definitely on one of the two. Yeah. Um... <laughs> you've um, you've put that on the wrong channel, haven't you? Have I? Oh, I have. Shit. Sorry. Um, oh, there's a secret channel. Yeah, there's a there's insulting a insulting me behind my back. There's a work talk <laughs> channel where like I where like you know the guests don't need to see that because that's just like you know behind, behind the my bap. Yeah, Sorry, behind, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's the song. Yeah, and it's surprisingly good. Anatolian rock. I think we did an episode about Anatolian rock. Yeah, we did. Oh, I just, love the was, artwork was... for this. Is oh, this you... from the sixties. Uh, it would be from nineteen sixty. I would guess would be my nice. Would be my it looks guess. like 1968. I'm listening to it now. Yeah, yeah, you you absolutely should. This rocks, man. This sounds like the Japanese band Acid Eater, who are a more <laughs> more like recent kind of band, but their shit is just like noisy organ garage rock. Like, yeah, this absolutely smokes. I'm loving. Yeah, this. that that's just Anatolian rock's general vibe. Um, Can you put the song in the background of the episode while we're talking in this bit? Oh, it's, definitely. It's awesome. Yeah, don't worry. That's yeah. easy enough. They just get into a really gnarly surf rock guitar solo on this Haramila Kamlika Yolanda tune. That was a that was a nice try. Haramila Chamlaja Yolanda. Yeah, um, it means. Because, on, yeah, it means... I never know what the little it, accents yeah. on letters mean. It, it I just me... can't. My mind the, can't. The hear. little it, accent on the C like that means that his name isn't Mint. Yes, that's right. <laughs> fucking Christ, we can't. I, I love that this is just like the picture of this is just like some bald guy like in a in like with a near a hooker pipe with just like mad bitches around. He's just got like lo- <laughs> loads of like women just caressing him. Like this is a very very particularly Turkish power fantasy being yeah. played out. Um... <laughs> this is great. They're all you know very beautiful and uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, check, check out that YouTube. He's channel. very bald. <laughs> yeah, check out that YouTube channel, Anatolian Rock Revival. He looks kind of uh, like Andrew Tate, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's Andrew Tate, but he actually manages to not look like he's the most sexless person in history. Yeah, he's, he's actually, hanging out with women. He's a, he's a fucking real man. Yeah, yeah. This is positive <laughs> masculinity, right? Here. Yeah, exactly. No, no, um, toxic shit. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I hope you keep it a bit around. Like, he's got mad bitches. Yeah, we'll keep that there. No worries. <laughs> that's not how I like speak in everyday life, you know. It... <laughs> that's the only way I could sum up that album cover because it literally was like a rap album cover, like a proper it's, gangster it's, rap um, album cover. <laughs> so this, so that album is a um, is like a compilation of songs that um, mm. that the that they sort of put. To, it's called Hava Nargile. 
Um, and it's like, like Hava uh, Nagila. Um, uh, no, like Hava Nagila, Hava Nagila. But it's like, um, it's like, um, like songs you'd listen to while you're like smoking a hooker, basically. Like, yeah, that, that's what it is. This is this is what the vibe is. For this or album. doing something else with a hook. Never mind. Well, well, well. well I <laughs> I'm mean, not that saying guy... those women were. were... <laughs> no, 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 no I... slander on those beautiful uh, Anatolian ladies. Yes, they. Uh, yeah, they do look good. But anyway, <laughs> hey, I'm not judging if they are uh, in yeah. the business. Yeah, I mean, it would be 68, so it might be legal in Turkey by that point. But anyway, <laughs> nice. But anyway, um, it still is legal. Um. Just in case anyone's, I guess if anyone wanted that information, I don't do with nice. it what you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I Andrew just... Spooner booking a holiday to Turkey. <laughs> he's I... never going to listen to this. Oh, season he's never going to listen. We're just going to we can we can slander a lot of centrist melts today, but we that's not usually the fucking the the, the remit of this podcast. We usually leave that shit at the door, but also because we've invited Jack. There will yeah, be some slander. If you invite me, no. you've got to expect. Yeah. Like, I'm going to play to my strengths. We have used a quarter of the time to talk about a music album and BAP. <laughs> that, look, this is how you get me engaged with Turkish history. You tell me about the rock music of Turkey. Yeah, I mean, and some of these songs and are the from around the time. And the BAP, indeed, yeah. God, yeah. I love I loved <laughs> exactly the art. The I love the art on the Anatolian rock revival project stuff. It all looks so good. Anyway. It's very cool. Anyway. I liked I liked that artwork in particular though because it was authentically sixties rather than yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. more recent attempt at that. Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah, there's a lot of like yeah, all of those are like, you know, interpretations of like what they would have done then, you know, if they'd had the stuff. Anyway, it's, it's not mm. important. So it's good. it is you, important. I mean the music, <laughs> so like in the spirit of uh the best Star Wars villain, uh Fraun, we engaged with a bit of culture there, uh to help <laughs> us understand the period. Because this uh, this musical movement would have been the uh, the soundtrack for the events of the seventies, the chaotic seventies, as it were. Yeah, it said uh, like sixty six to seventy four on that compilation album, yeah. right? Yeah, and some of these and this genre of music extended basically up until the military coup, when all of the people who did all this really cool music stopped making it for some reason. Yeah, uh, as or is left so the country. often the case. Um, yeah, like in in Brazil, basically that happened yeah. as well. Um, with Jem Karaja, the one that. Um, that Jack particularly was taken by in the artwork. Yeah. Um, he uh, left to go to Germany and he was sort of out of the Turkish music game. For He has songs in German and stuff. He learned German and sang in German while he was there. Came back to Turkey, released an album and it fucking flopped by his standards because uh. like he'd completely fallen out of the pop culture zeitgeist by then. Yeah, yeah. But he was, but he, you know, probably the most consequential Anatolian rock musician. And there were quite a few that were really consequential and a lot of the music is very cool. But, but, this music would have provided the background for, 70, for the 70s in the Turkey, in, in Turkey, in the Turkey, sounds like someone's fucked the Turkey for Christmas, um, <laughs> in Turkey. Um, I, can't hear, I can't hear anyone use the definitive article without thinking of the Margaret Cutting from Liverpool. <laughs> God, we're really reeling off the hits. <laughs> that was a hit i was just i did a big thread uh, which you'll have missed sinan due to your yeah. exile from twitter that's i right. don't know if you're on twitter at, at the moment jamie like i'm not no i i pinned it off i saw i saw that uh i couldn't you know it said that your account didn't exist when i went on the page earlier so yeah i i did suspect that but 
I did a big um, thread of uh, of like classic Francis Barber tweets the other day. <laughs> it was like her saying, uh, you know, the only <laughs> all you can do with with a uh, it was like ah oh, trots need to be shot or something. It was just like some <laughs> pithy thing about how like Corbin should be murdered with a gun. Uh, basically, and uh, what what else was there? There was like her thanks, Jeremy. We had a thanks, Jeremy. Uh, Leon Corbin. We had a nice life. Then you took us out of EU, and now we have anti-Semitism, racism, and strikes. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was definitely Jeremy Corbyn who did that. She was the um, she was the housekeeper one, wasn't she? Yeah, please. You vile woman. It was fucking <laughs> crazy. Um, okay. <laughs> so immediately derailed before before we started. So Jack, if I asked you to describe do you, how do you know anything about the 70s in Turkey, the particular chaos? <laughs> Literally nothing, my friend. Excellent. That's good. We'll do we'll do the short version because we keep having to do this for every guest. <laughs> um, so I'm getting more efficient at it. Jamie, you obviously remember what we talked about two weeks ago, right? That's a bold claim. I know. I said it I, as I was saying it. I was like, ah, right. Yes, I see what the problem it the, is. Um, it was the the massacre in that square, wasn't it? Yes, we were talking about the Taksim Square massacre, there which was um, uh, so the year before in 1976. Trade unions had organised a May first march into Taksim Square, which is the big main square in Istanbul, and it had passed more or less without incident minor sort of like beefs on the fringe whatever 1977 uh we did it we did the last episode main episode where as a bit of a whodunit we tried to figure out who shot the uh the 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 sort of trade unionists and leftists who were marching peacefully who did oh that's awesome and murder mystery it kind of was except it wasn't really that mysterious because we pretty much immediately figured out it was um probably um (laughs) probably the what the turkish uh leader of the opposition at the time and prime minister at the time we're talking about you could put yourself in the in the shoes of the great detectives from fiction such as uh uh johnny depp's mordecai and uh, johnny depp's gila poire in the Kevin Smith extended universe. <laughs> think think I, I shan't be doing that. Um, but yeah, Bilan Ejivit um, blamed the counter-guerrilla, as it was called, uh, which you might know better as the Turkish branch of Operation Gladio. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, um, they did have like an official code name, like the Greek. I, I never, I always remember the Greek branch of Operation Gladio because its nickname, its code name was Operation Sheepskin. Which is just so fucking shit, and I feel really bad for the Greeks on that count. I mean, to be fair, having Operation Gladio in town in the first place is bad news, but... It is the idea like, oh, we're gonna be wolves in sheep's clothing, because it's like, the fucking sheep costumes weren't very convincing that yeah, the, the, yeah. the Greek dictatorship were wearing. You know? yeah, I, think it... we, I think we established last time they were named after condoms. <laughs> well, yeah, I, well, certainly something in common with them anyway the greek military dictatorship that's another one that artists fled the country on mass like yes Gavras, i don't fucking know if he's ever made a film no he did make a film in greece finally uh because that Yaref- uh, yanis varifakis wrote the script for him for his film about the greek debt crisis that was like a couple of years ago God, but I yeah, love Janis Varoufakis. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah but costa Gavras has been making dope marxist films in the six since the 60s just not in Greece. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it would kind of be like that. So, all, so there's just this general background in Turkey of um, just political chaos at the parliamentary level. 
Because, uh, so just to remind people, there are two major political parties at this point in Turkish history. Uh, there is the Republican People's Party, CHP, which is a which is at this time led by a social democratic ish um, guy who lives kind of uh, in an ascetic way. He lives in his ca- his flat. He doesn't you know have flashy cars or anything. And he did surprisingly well in an election, and then immediately got called a terrorist after that. Um, now I'm not, I'm not making a comparison between Vilent Ejevit and Jeremy Corbyn, mainly because Jeremy Corbyn is much better politically. Legend. Because um, Bilent Ejevit would, as we will learn, in the 90s go on to form a coalition that included a far-right party founded by Nazi sympathizers. Um, so that's cool. Um, and then there's another political party, which is a right-wing uh, populist party called the Justice Party, uh, led by Suleyman Demirel, the, uh, at this time, the boldest political leader in Turkey, I would say. Um... Maybe not the yeah, most politically pretty, bald, but yeah. It's pretty impressive, because now Keir Starmer is the most bald le- political leader in Turkey, and he's not even in Turkey. Yeah, well, we well <laughs> Turkey does have a Turkish Keith who is bald, and he did uh, fuck the election, so... Oh, fuck kids, <laughs> just like... Uh, yeah, I, I love how Jamie's, like, even mad about... I've managed to, like, invest <laughs> Jamie in how fucking shit Turkish Keith did. That is, I think, a mark of success for the podcast. That like even Jamie's like he's fucked it so bad. <laughs> like, yeah. That was that was the the second thing I learned on that election stream. Yeah. Well, the first thing you learned is that Muharrem Inja abbreviates to mince. Yeah. Which which dominant? I have to not say not to minge. Well, I mean that is how it would be. Yeah. But someone else did make that point. But it's not written like that. And like if you just read it in English, he, he, I think Jamie literally went, "Who the fuck is mince?" <laughs> it's just fucking, and, and and that ended up dominating proceedings for an unfortunately long portion of the yeah. election night. Uh, but it was really. You know what? Good. You know what? Chat like if you give chat an inch, they'll just like fucking run away with it. We ended up with 120 people watching us at one point, and we were talking about fucking mints yeah. for a lot of that time. A lot the con- of that. The conclusion time. was mints is a fucking helmet. Yeah, <laughs> a shirt yeah, waiting to be made. It was an online picket by Peter. They were there, like, <laughs> yeah. stop the mince talk. So, so, yeah, there are these two major parties, and basically the parliamentary maths means that... Uh, and the parliamentary maths and the fact that the governments that had sort of taken over, uh, they sort of exchanged power by doing various deals with a third party, which was a far-right Islamist party called the National Salvation Party, which is led oh, by cool. Nejmetin Erbakan. Yeah, they're cool, that's fine, don't even I'm think about Islamist. them. I'm an Islamist. Um, well... <laughs> Like okay. my again, just like my hero Jeremy Corbyn. That's right. Um, and and they tried technocratic governments and shit like that. But these governments basically started pushing fringe political movements out of parliamentary representation. So they stopped feeling like they had, uh, you know, like a legitimate democratic political path to getting what they were. So like the main party that was sort of uh, hampered and prevented from like engaging really was the Turkish Workers Party. Mark nah. Stein, this party. Uh, there is a current Turkish Workers' Party that sort of has the same aesthetics and um, broadly similar sort of ideological uh, instincts. But yeah, it's this is a this is a predecessor party because they obviously got banned. Go figure. Um, and also, there's a background of right wing uh, paramilitaries and fascist paramilitaries and left wing paramilitaries. Think yes. the years of lead in. Think the years of lead in Italy, right? <laughs> Well, have they not considered that um, non uh, that violent resistance has never got anyone anywhere? <laughs> yeah, 
they then she uh, work. They... As a fucking academic pedant, uh, <laughs> have you considered? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like if you're going to be an academic pedant, and I'm not referring to Jack, I mean the actual academic pedant being referred to here, <laughs> you should at least read a cursory history of resistance movements. Well, in the replies, like, he was just like, uh, to be fair, I don't know anything about the subject, but I felt my, in my gut it seemed like my, a correct my... statement to make. And then he but, just, but... he's just continued doubling down. And again, I don't think it's because this guy really loves Israel or something. He just can't fucking lose an argument. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, you, um, like, it's, it's just like people who, there's no memory of what resistance ends up looking like a lot of the time anyway anyway i'm I'm not just going to do my youtube video over the podcast just just spend the next 50 minutes ranting about this issue and then just releasing it as a as a youtube video instead of a podcast (laughs) and completely fucking us over (laughs) (laughs) but but anyway yeah Um, i'm so excited to tell my right wing mate about all these uh starmer bill gates photo ops that are coming out i just put that out there so so um I just saw yeah. a Lisa Nandy tweet on Twitter that, that's uh, as opposed to a tweet on some other site. Uh, yeah. which, sorry, a tweet on fucking X uh, by Lisa Nandy where her and Starmer are talking to Gates. Not Gapes. I mean, oh, I thought, come on. I, I genuinely thought you said Gapes and I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Like, I was actually really intrigued by that. And then that yeah, Bill like, Gapes, no. Mike's, Mike's brother. Mike's much wealthier brother. Wait, Mike does have a brother. Yeah, like Baz Frank Gapes. Gapes. No, it's no ba- yeah, it's Barry. It's, it's Barry, Barry Gapes. Baz Gapes, yeah. Yeah, no, Frank Gapes <laughs> was like his granddad who died in World War One. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of enamoured with the idea of Baz Gapes. I feel like there's a lot of interesting yeah. stuff about him out there. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, no, I'd love to know it. Maybe he's yeah, got good politics. <laughs> maybe he does. Maybe he's a trot. Although that's yeah. not good politics, but maybe he's why Mike hates trots. He's like the one thing I ever agreed with my brother on politically was about the talks with Hamas. <laughs> yeah, Mike Gapes was pro talking to Hamas. Oh yeah, but that was fine. That was when like Blair was in power and the left weren't a threat. So yeah. it, was, it was all good. Yeah. So uh, yeah. enough about Mike Gapes. Let's talk about the never Turkish enough Mike about Gapes. Mike Gapes. No, there's yeah, no, there's no, there's, there's no Turkish. Well, they're they're kind of. Well, anyway, I don't want to like put an idea into people's heads that there's a Turkish Mike Gapes. Uh, the current leader of the fascist party did have a very Gapesian style breakdown about biscuit adverts. Um, <laughs> and you have we, the biscuits? I mean, I mean, you you joke, but he was talking about biscuit adverts um, and, and about how like, oh yeah, then the kids start asking about why the kids in the adverts have biscuits and they don't. And he just starts like talking like he's a child complaining to his mum about not having biscuits. And it's like, that really unlocked like a memory for him. Like, he really like, really wanted those biscuits in the adverts. And it became a whole meme thing in Turkey as well. But yeah, he, he's the, um, that's why there is an image in this Discord, I won't find it, that has a picture of him looking angry at a rally saying, I want that biscuit twink destroyed. I don't know what the biscuit twink bit is. <laughs> I don't really know what that's about. Um, just, I, I, I really, really don't know. But yeah. Uh, so there's this background of violence. And at one point, the famous statistic is that there were three political assassinations per day. But you look into it and what they mean by assassinations is 
like people shooting each other in the street who are members of these groups. It does not mean that like three politicians per day were just getting yeah. their heads blown off. Because um, that makes it sound much worse than it was. Or less good than it was. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how to feel about that. I feel like maybe the country would have been improved with a couple of tactical assassinations, but, you know, what what are you going to do? But... Uh, <laughs> we wouldn't, though. Yeah. I, I also want to just say that the background to this is that the state is heavily supporting... Uh, or, I don't want to say heavily supporting. It is heavily supporting it, the far-right paramilitaries, but they're absolutely turning a blind eye to it. And one of the big issues with Bilan Ejivit um, becoming prime minister after 1977, when he won the best result ever for a like politician explicitly identifying as left of centre, um, uh, it was a pretty big win as well, but he just couldn't form a stable government because uh, of the proportional representation and also the fact that the economy uh, had entered the Liz Trust zone um, pretty, pretty badly as well. And everyone was thinking he was going to do the one weird trick to fix everything, which was uh, do socialism, but without saying the word socialism, which didn't work. Uh, yeah, they, for call a lot that, of... they call that socialism. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it, uh, and in Turkey they call it ortanun uh, solo, which is uh, the left of center or the center. Uh, yeah, the left of the center. So socialism with Starmerite characteristics. <laughs> no, no, no. That would no. imply that Starmer was actually left of center. No, no, no. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like uh, Ejevit, for all his faults seemed to he never flip-flopped on like the, the sort of like specific program he may not have like said i'm gonna do socialism but he had a specific program he tried to do the specific program and a combination of lack of foreign credit uh oil crisis of course there was opec oil crisis and just general the, the general fact that the turkish economy was heavily reliant on imports uh particularly for so for turkish manufacturing um, a lot of the, the Turkey didn't manufacture its own steel in a lot of cases. It would import steel from Japan, which is already a really bad idea. Just to, like number one, that's already not a very economical idea. But it's even worse when you have inflation of between seventy to one hundred percent. Just doesn't work. It's just it's just not a, it's just not a thing that works. Mm. So. There's a lot of this going on, and 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 um, this uh, sort of left of center thing in the 1977 election. There was the uh, the old uh, Justice Party advert, Ortanun Solo Moskva Yola. The you know the left of centers, the road to Moscow. You know uh, they're like Saint Petersburg, although it would have been yeah, Leningrad at the, the time. The road to Saint Petersburg. Yeah, the road to Saint Petersburg. Of course, they did not say Leningrad and Yola, which would have been easier for uh, them to say. Or as Moscow. we call it in the game, Milk Road. Milk Road, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Bilan Ejevet is, uh, yeah, he wins this big victory and it doesn't really go anywhere because he can't form a stable coalition because it's Turkey in the 70s. And basically the, the main tenor of a lot of these episodes has been me explaining how quickly and over what issue a lot of coalitions have collapsed. We're not <laughs> going to do that this time oh, because, okay. um, well, I guess we could, we could do it. But I was gonna, I, I was gonna say the funniest one was the coalition that nearly broke down over a sexy statue. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Um, that was a Jeher Per Salvation Party um, coalition, where because Salvation Party are Islamist and there was a statue with tits on. They were like, this statue is too sexy <laughs> the to be woman publicly with the big displayed. Tits who had huge yeah, tits. The woman <laughs> with huge tits. Yeah, that was what it was. Called. It was actually. 
the, the, legendary the sta- figure in Turkish folklore. Well, I mean, if you look at some of the album covers, you'd certainly think so. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the um, but the but the sort of um, the the statue's famous. It's called Beautiful Istanbul. You can look up the statue. It's still it's still up today, just not in the original place. Uh, but it's yeah. I don't think it's that sexy. But maybe it's had like acid rain on it or whatever, and so it doesn't look as good. I'm just not. I'm not sure. But I wanted to talk today, I don't really want to do Coalition of Chaos shit, because that's, you know, we, we've had, like, a coalition that almost dissolved over fake tits. I don't think we can top that, right? There's yeah. no, there's no progression from there, right? So what I want to talk about... Coalition almost dissolved over real tits. Yeah, well, I, well, have we had one? Oh, we might have one of those at some point. That's not, that's not impossible, everyone. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. But we, um, but in the seventies, I think we're more or less like we're done with like specific government machinations. We get the picture. I've made my point, right? Yeah. I want to talk about something kind of interesting that doesn't get spoken about much in English language media. So in nineteen eighty, spoiler alert, everyone, uh, we're going to be talking about a military coup. In <laughs> um, a shocking twist, there's going to be another military coup because the government just can't. It doesn't fucking exist. It doesn't meaningfully exist, and people are just murdering each other on the streets. Um, now some would say that is a challenge that is being issued by the public for politicians to find a way to govern in a meaningful way, or to at least appease some of the very righteous fury that is going on. Because a lot of this was driven by, uh, trade union action, a lot of the right-wing, far-right, you know, stuff was targeting academics and trade union leaders and all of this stuff, and a lot of the focus of law enforcement was on left-wing people and maybe that made things worse because they you know correctly assumed there was no real political path for them and so they will um you know start fighting more uh but it's it's probably worth noting that uh a lot of these sort of left-wing groups including one of the ones we're going to talk about i believe endorsed Ejevit at the 77 election which is why they called him a terrorist in a lot of cases that and also because it was a convenient smear but mm. You know, that's just that's just how it goes sometimes. So I want to talk lies about and smears. Yes, I want to talk about an interesting, an interesting political project that doesn't get talking, that doesn't get spoke about a lot in English language stuff. And we're going to go to a province of Turkey that, you know, most of our listeners from the UK, you've never heard of this province. I'm telling you now. Um, so there's a province in the north of Turkey, and Turkish listeners, don't worry, I'm not talking about Kastamonu. You can relax; it's not that one. Because nothing cool has ever happened there. Um, certainly nothing as cool as communism. Um, there's a province in Turkey called Ordu um, on the north coast. And like a lot of this sort of eastern part of the north coast, it's, you know, it, it's scenic. It's see, I will share a picture with you what's scenic of a lake in Ordu. It's a very, very scenic uh, lake. Uh, it, just, it just looks great. It just looks yeah. really nice. That's, that's, yeah. This is what a lot of the northeast of Turkey oh, looks like. Oh, it's a lovely it's, lake. Yeah, it's, it's a lovely lake, and in the history of Turkey, places like this tend to, tend to get forgotten, even though they are kind of like significant places in their own right, and they have their own deep history, particularly in the north of Turkey. A lot of that history is like Byzantine stuff, Pontic Greek stuff, you know, um, Ordu, I believe, would have been, um, you know, the, the city itself was, I think, found, was, I think founded by... Um, by people from Colchis, and uh, so fans of um, Greek, 
um, as Greek mythology will know Colchis from Jason and the Argonauts, uh, if you if you know what that is. Uh, there was a really good film about it. That's why I know what it is. Um, but yeah, this city Ordo is uh, it's very nice. It's a, it's apparently a very pleasant city. Uh, I, I, you even have a picture of the beach at Ordo. I wouldn't necessarily swim in the Black Sea if it was offered to me, but. Uh, there you go, Ordo Seaside image there for you. Oh, it looks like it looks lovely. It's hilly. It's got the beach. The buildings look nice. It's great. Oh yeah, yeah that's that's a lovely uh, little place. Yeah, lovely little place, uh, and it's on the Black Sea Highway, and it's and it's really nice, and um, and you know it has a, it has a long history. It it is it has a history that is associated with ancient Greece. You know, Colchis and Sinop, or Sinope as it's called in Greek. Uh, but Sinop in Turkish, because uh, we don't have an E at the end, and it's, you know, it's it's lovely. But we're not talking about Ordo specifically. We're going to talk about a specific district in Ordo called Fatsa, which is, uh, I don't know if we have any nice pictures of Fatsa, but it, it will it will look much the same. It will look much the same. It's on the coast. It's, um, it's, it's, it's lovely. Um, it's, oh, hold on. I've got one from the Chamber of Commerce from the city. Oh. Here's, what, here's what the city looks like from the air. Uh, yeah, oh, very, very picturesque again. Yeah, yeah. a lot of that, a surprising amount of that on the Black Sea. Anyway, um, I just good time to mention that this fucking blue. episode, this the episode is ain't black. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by the Black Sea Regional Tourism Board. Um, <laughs> yeah, um... yeah, you are just looking at nice pictures, like little yeah. postcards, basically. Yeah, they are really like, nice. Ooh, it looks lovely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been to cities along, not these cities. I've been to cities along there, and uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. Some of them. I, I I went to visit my grandmother, so uh, you, I had to go up into the mountains to see my grandmother, which is fucking brilliant. But Fatsa has an interesting situation. Uh, sorry, interesting situation and an interesting history. So Fatsa is the location where a, a particular sort of uh, project was attempted. So y- you're, you're both familiar, I think, with the, uh, with the Preston mod. I would say it's fair to say, right? You would, you would be familiar with it, right? The, the, yeah. the sort of Labour Council in... Um, in a Labour council? Yeah, uh, their sort of flirtation with municipal socialism and sort of in-housing of projects and such. Um, so you wouldn't know it now by the political makeup of Ordo and, um, and Fatsa itself. Because now it's AKP country, right? It's, it's all AKP country, voted AKP in the election. Uh, maybe Ordo voted Kulchdarola, uh, Turkish Keith in the, in the general, I'm not quite sure. But this sort of region more generally has become um has become much more conservative over time and in the context of the social unrest in the country uh fatsa so i i think we need to familiarize ourselves with the sort of local government structure in turkey real quick so just just so that this stuff makes sense right because i'm going to be saying a lot of overlapping titles that do not mean the same thing so we've got a governor of the province who is not elected is appointed by the government right yep we have the mayor, mayor of the province, who is elected. Then we have district mayors, where you can think of them like towns and stuff. And there are also, um, at the local level, and also at the provincial level, there are sort of people who are elected to councils. And sort of assemblies and such. 
Uh, well, they wouldn't call them assemblies in like uh, Ordu because it's not like a big city. Like they call it an assembly in Istanbul, right? Because it's big and it's you know got fifteen or whatever the fuck million people in it. So it gets like it gets to have a nice you know it sounds like a parliament kind of yeah you know. But so the district mayor that was elected in 1976 was the first woman elected mayor in the Black Sea region of Turkey. Uh, which is really, uh, really cool. Uh, it's really cool that that happened. And uh, I don't really have much on the woman specifically that's of note, other than she, than she was the first woman. And she may well have been uh, quite left-wing, I would imagine. Um, but she died in office. Um, following her death in office, which makes it sound like she was assassinated, um, but she had sort of kick-started this sort of alternative mode of governance, much more sort of reactive to people's desires and such and it's important to note that like Fatsa uh was a major support base for the um people's liberation army of Turkey um Teheko um yeah um I'm trying to think of a way to say that um that abbreviation in a way because there's one called Tiko which is really easy and there's Devio which is really easy but uh, so People's Liberation Army of Turkey was the one that tried to kidnap those um, those guys, uh, the British and Canadian engineers from NATO, and then uh, got like killed. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you hate to see it, but I mean, they they kidnapped specifically military targets, and uh, yeah, that was that that went really well for them, as it turns out. But they uh, that pretty much decimated them. Uh, there, so there was a successor group. Um, called Devyol, Devrimjiol, which is a revolutionary road, uh, which is also the, which is funnily also the road to Moscow. It turns out. Um, so, she, so this woman had died in office, and a gentleman called Fikrisan Mez had become the mayor of uh, Ordu. And a lot of people weirdly make note of the fact that he is a uh, he he is a Georgian. Um, I don't think that's relevant, but he was born to like a Muslim Georgian family. Wasn't Stalin uh, from Georgia? Yes, he was. That is uh, actually kind of interesting. Tells um, you everything you need to and, know. And this fellow Fikri Sanmez is a yeah, yeah, I suppose it does. Uh, Erdogan <laughs> is also kind of Georgian, I guess. So um, he he has a history of being in the Turkish Workers' Party. Um, or oh, sorry, Workers' Party of Turkey is the official English for that. I should. Probably because there's probably is a Turkish Workers Party in English that is a different party that's very angry at me right now. Um, he t- and he um, he protested against you know the Sikh fleet, uh, which was the United States Sikh fleet showed up in Turkey and it was seen as like America, you know, symbolically occupying Turkey, which you know it kind of was. Um, and he was on the side of a predecessor group to um, Devyol Devgenç, uh, revolutionary youth. And he was, he'd been sent to jail for supporting a revolutionary called Mahachayan, who has the most powerful moustache I've ever seen. Um, there's a lot of powerful moustaches on the Turkish left. So this is uh, Mahachayan, who's a very, very important figure in Turkish leftism. Not in the same way that, um, the same way that, like, uh, Dennis Gez. You know, the lads whose grave, uh, Jamie, you'll remember, yeah. the lads whose graves. I think Mahachayan's might be one of them. But they, um, but yeah, you know, the ones that, that their party voted to execute them, but they're visiting the graves and they're oh so sorry about it now. You know, fat load of good it did them. They died, they died in their, like, early 20s. <laughs> like all the coolest <laughs> people, I guess. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Yeah, Mahachayan's 26, so early 20s was a bit generous, but, you know. 
It's still very young to be being uh, killed by the state. You know. Mm. Uh, but anyway, anyway um, so Figure Sunmez had gone to jail for supporting them, and he was generally just an activist, right? And he runs for the and and, um, and the mayor of Fatsa was a member of the Republican People's Party, and so you get the sense. That, and this is when Bulan Ejevit's in charge, so you know the party's doing its left turn, but without trying to look too leftist and stuff. So there was a bit of room. There's a bit of room for people, you know, for women to try and run for office and stuff, right? Like that was still kind of like, oh, I don't know, shouldn't she be, you know? in the kitchen or whatever you know there was a bit yeah. of that going on you know still and, and you know and the black sea region of turkey nowadays is stereotyped as a very um very conservative area and in some ways it it is and was but in a lot of ways you know if you give people a chance and i think people are more than willing to give people a shot if they like actually try and meet people in the in in their needs and stuff that's that's kind of a lesson i would take away but Fikri Sanmez runs as an independent because he can't run as like Deviol or whatever because it's a terrorist group, right? Yeah. Can't run as Turkish Workers' Party because even if it, you know, like even if you even if you think that's the right thing to do, um, it it just has a it has an association with it, right? She just can't do it. And also, the party's being harassed by the law at this point. So really stupid to voluntarily label yourself that. Uh, mm. And he wins. He wins the election. He wins the election. Um, as an independent, which is, you know, I think foreshadowing for something else happening in the UK, probably at some point soon. Um, <laughs> and and um, Deviol backed him. So he was backed by, like, the radical armed left, which is going to be important because, um, because Fatsa itself is kind of what we would describe as a no-go area for... Um, for for police and such, right? It's it's just a place where police could not go, and stuff like they they absolutely like could not um they could not enter because it was just like no like this is this is the um this is the the territory of the left you know mm. like this is this is this is this is the territory of the armed left. There a were, logo and, you know, zone, if you will. A yeah. logo zone, yeah, a communist logo zone, <laughs> oh, and and man. they and and they called it. Um, Obviously, and they I'm an it... Islamist. I mean, we've got yeah. plenty of those. Yeah, yeah. in uh, in Birmingham, but they <laughs> um, London, yeah. <laughs> they named, uh, but they they called it the Liberated Region. Mm. They called it the Liberated Region, and this happened because obviously, in the background of this political chaos, it's very hard for the state to assert its monopoly of violence and power everywhere at once because of the sheer amount of chaos that the country's in. So you could have liberated regions. Like, you could have liberated regions, and you could have, like, and you could have, like, Deviol in effectively in control of an entire city in the country. I mean, it's formerly in Turkey, right? But And they formally have the Turkish governing structure, but, like, as far as, like, you're fucking concerned that's it's a state within a state, right? But they yeah. never, but they never took it to that level, right? Before, up until that point, they never took it to we're going to establish structures and we're going to call ourselves, you know, like the the Fatsa Republic or something. Now they do refer to it as the Fatsa Republic. Um, um, actually, no, they don't refer to it. Sorry, as that uh, Suleiman Demirel refers to it as the Fatsa Republic because he's the one who orders the intervention in the area in the nineteen eighties. 
Um, I don't know. Demerol. Good question. <laughs> so, Demerol. Definitely sounds like it should be a make of yeah. toothpaste. Yeah, he's a real. Um, anyway, anyway, we talked about Sloane on Demerol at length. I'm, I've, I've had enough of this guy, um, much like I've had enough of Alpaslan Turkash. But um, this this Fikri Sunmaz guy starts restructuring the local government in a way that will um, that will sound a little bit, you know, threatening to a lot of power. Um, so they start. They they basically divide the city. Well, it's kind of like the district into eleven regions, and they create um, like local committees that have the power to recall the government, the local government. Mm. Now that's completely outside of the uh, of the like authority of a local government in Turkey. You cannot create deliberative assemblies. That you know, it's not a Soviet. It's not quite a Soviet, right? But it's kind of a Soviet. You can't just create Soviets and then you know have them hold you accountable voluntarily, uh, because that's communism, frankly. Uh, mm-hmm. And the guy was a communist, which was probably the main problem. And Sunmez was basically accused of creating a state within a state. And in Turkey, that's a really serious thing because the country in uh, the country's constitution is set up as a unitary state. That means like no devolution. Oh, and stuff yeah. like that without permission from the government. It's, th- it's what the UK is. UK just doesn't look like it because one, you know, we had to sort of unify the crowns and all of that bullshit. And two, um, we have like pretty powerful devolved governments. Turkey also has relatively powerful local governments. It's just not powerful enough to do, you know, Soviets. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, at least it, it, you know, it was powerful enough to do it because, you know, the government had no effective control. And the reason I bring this up is that a lot of the a lot of the um a lot of the sort of like the the way the military coup in nineteen eighty is gonna go, it's gonna look a bit different to how the previous coups have run. Because we've had one which was a pretty direct military intervention, but then a pretty quick return to civilian rule because they were like, the job of the army is not to govern, right? Mm. So they're like, we're just gonna excise the rock from the government and execute them, or you know, make them retire from politics, and then we're just gonna hand it back to the civilian administration. We're gonna move on. Then we had a second one, which was basically they sent an email saying, "Hey, you lot better sort it out and resign, or we're gonna make you resign." And then they resigned, and then they got a technocrat in, and then it, it didn't fix anything uh, because this is what happened. We get this level of chaos, right? We're gonna see one where which will look a lot like this, where the military intervened in a very heavy-handed way, specifically targeted the left and arrested the left, and then basically didn't stop trying to govern it, in a way. Um, (laughs) They just sort of didn't stop trying, and it was considered a dry run for the 1980 coup, which we will talk about in full in the next episode. But if if you're wondering what, like, Fikr Sönmez's great crime was, it was creating a state within the state, but he also did stuff like um, campaigning against violence against women. He tried to fix the shitty infrastructure in the town. Sorry, I was, tried... I was laughing at something on Twitter there, not at the idea of campaigning against violence yeah, against okay. women, which I think <laughs> is an honourable pursuit. I just want yeah. to clarify that. Yeah, yeah, um, And, you know, he, he did campaigns against um, uh, gambling, like, you know, like, um, like bank houses cousin. and stuff. Yeah, like Matt's our cousin, a uh, friend of the show. Excellent. Um, and, you know, he campaigned against um, General Squalor 
uh, in the town that was causing like diseases, you know, like communicable diseases and stuff because of poor quality housing. This all sounds like stuff that, by the way, is relevant to Britain today in a lot of in a very strange way. And um, and he was very successful actually. There's a, there's a sort of thing where people go, oh well, you know, they intervened because he was failing. You know, like what people say about Allende and stuff. You know, he was fucking it. That's why they intervened. It wasn't anti-communism. It wasn't this. But he was succeeding, right? Like, Fikir Sermes was succeeding. He was succeeding so much that, like, weakly conservative people were like, yeah, this guy's, like, a communist, and I'm not, like, a communist, but, like, this guy fucking whips as mayor. This guy's fucking great. Like, I love the communist mayor uh, because he's actually fixing the problems. Which is weird, right? It's weird how that happens. Yeah. Um, imagine a politician who actually wanted to fix problems. And if you're wondering what happened to this incredibly based individual, he was arrested and he uh, died of a heart attack in prison. Oh, man. Um, Corbyn he got him. Yeah, he, he died of a so heart attack. He was just so horrified by what was going on in the British Labour Party in uh, <laughs> the years 2015 to 19. Yeah, he, he died of a heart attack in prison aged 47. Oh, uh, which man. is very sad. Um, he was never, and he was. When put did this into guy prison. die? Uh, Nineteen eighty-five. Okay, cool. It's okay to make jokes about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Statute like, of limitations. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> he. Um. And it's really sad. This is a really, really interesting individual. I wish that I had more on him. Uh, he mm. was also nicknamed as um, Fikri the Tailor because he was a tailor, like my granddad, who was also a tailor. Um. And also born in the same year. Now I think about it. Um, wait, was he? No, not quite. Not quite. My granddad's a bit older because he's in his nineties now. But yeah, um, same decade, same generation as my granddad. And he, um, yeah, he dies in prison. That is it, uh, imprisoned by the military government that practiced its dry run for cooing the democratic government, uh, you know, government on him, uh, which is very sad. It's a very sad uh, way to go. And um, if you want sort of more interesting uh facts about this specific place um because of the um both the coup on the national level and the local level um people from there just left um the people people who were from there just ended up leaving the town and uh if you're wondering uh where a lot of them went apparently a lot of them went to japan because ah. the largest constituent part of the turkish community in japan are from fatsa specifically hmm, interesting there you go yeah and that's, uh, that's, and there's a, there's apparently, there's probably a little Fatsa somewhere in Japan that I will have to visit when I, um, when I go to Japan and I'll have to see what they've done with Turkish Japanese hybrid food. I'm sure it'll be good. But yeah, that was, I, I think that was a, I think that was an interesting little story about an experiment yeah. that should have really, uh, really, really should have been allowed to succeed, but just couldn't have been allowed to. Such is the way, isn't it? Whenever anyone proposes yeah. an actual solution, it's all, oh, sorry, we've just got to put you in prison and uh, shoot you with our heart attack laser. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry it wasn't an upbeat one, everyone. Uh, we are <laughs> approaching the probably worst bit of the modern Republican Turkish history, which is saying something because we've talked an awful lot about things like genocide, extrajudicial murders, uh, war. I mean, we've talked about a lot of really grim stuff, but it is not going to get better. So this is, this is where we are. This is where we are. And next time we will get to the, um, get to the military coup itself. And we will once again, talk about how they did it because 
Well, actually, to be fair, this one was much less of a clown operation than some of the other, the previous two, to be fair. They, they yeah, had a bit wonder of, why um... Turkish people own all the property in America? This is how they oh, did no. it. Dun, dun, oh. financial freedom, my own. <laughs> do you remember that Jay-Z tune? I, I do, yes. He didn't say Turkish um, in that tune. He did not, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so on that note, um, first of all, everyone, uh, make sure you check out the bonus with us and Jack. It's really good fun. Uh, you, will, you will really like it. And yeah, it, I feel like I had more to say on that one. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know It's okay. Yeah, we... We have the we have the guests for um for sort of speaking at basically yeah at yeah, yeah and and quizzy jokes. I was happy but to get a le- um yeah to get a a nice like bit of education there and yeah. make some stupid jokes. Uh yeah, like I mean, if you guys did want to talk for a few more minutes, um um you know available to provide um <laughs> cutting uh. <laughs> Cutting aside, <laughs> and that say, just made uh, me uh, made me think of Margaret cutting Margaret <laughs> to to yeah to say the N word a lot as my no, no, my no. my black persona Margaret cutting from Liverpool. It was me just, all along. Ju- just just to be clear, that is a reference to something. Oh yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Jack basically, did, Jack it was... did not have a did not make a an account to do that on. Just no, to no, be very clear. No, it was like I mean, if anyone doesn't remember the Margaret cutting from Liverpool, it was just like some weird centrist who I definitely yeah. think was white set up an account mm. to pretend pretending to be like some 70 year old black lady from liverpool called margaret cutting and then francis barber pretended to have known this woman all their lives it's it's super fucking weird but anyway yeah if you like what we were doing if you like the first 15 minutes of this episode <laughs> um, you'll really like the bonus episode yeah um yeah. and uh, yeah and also jack do you want to tell us where we can find you uh what you're up to all the cool stuff yeah go to uh go to real politic on soundcloud uh sound or you, you don't need to fucking go to soundcloud it's on spotify it's on google podcasts it's on all the, the places uh you know um we've got patreon as well that's always very helpful when people give us money on patreon and what we started doing on there is that uh, for every main episode of the show we do i cut a large chunk out of the recording of uh you know i of of stuff that i personally think is fire or i'm scared that is gonna get us sued by someone and i edit that into <laughs> a nice extra episode for, that's, uh, that's good for people yeah, yeah. to check out like there's a great long one with sinan that we did uh, fairly recently that's uh, like an, a bit that w- as if the fucking main episode wasn't long enough for you <laughs> yeah we we talked for like four four and a half hours or something it was fucking crazy oh, it was very good fun yeah it's even it was longer than uh, than this week's one that was a, an episode on change uk um and, and while i'm here i'll just point out we have loads of stuff with Sinan. Uh, so yeah, we've got with me. we've got the audio of loads of streams that me or my co-host Geraint at Wario Tifo uh, have got have gone on 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 Sinan's uh, Sinan's various streams. Hopefully, we'll do another one of those soon. Uh, but we've also um, had Sinan on the show itself a couple of times. So there's you That's know right. us reviewing a Len McCluskey book. There's uh, <laughs> there's <laughs> us. Was... Oh no, the Len McCluskey book review where he said really interesting discussion and we talked about MILFs for like 10 minutes. Of course, of course. Well, that tells us 
possibly more about him than his memoirs. But uh, well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but that was a fairly positive review, and we did a very negative review. Oh, well, I don't know. We kind of fucking loved it enough to talk about it for four hours uh, about I... the Change UK sex, self, sex, sexy memoir, self exculpatory memoir, um, oral history I... of Gates, I... I... Leslie, and Soobs. I feel like we just like the characters involved. Oh, but like the idea characters. of the characters. Like, yeah, well, I think that was what got us. <laughs> and uh, but not yeah, just definitely... from the cushy private sector jobs they've taken after leaving office. Yeah, but but definitely check out Real Politic. I'm on there all the time. Um, like an <laughs> yeah. awful lot. Yeah, you you should have me back. Obviously, oh, have Jamie on. Why not? Why not have Jamie on? Yeah, get yeah. Some re- yeah. If you want some real fucking libel, done, what is this get, a crossover get, episode? Get, get Jamie on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, maybe we can yeah, do both yeah, of you I, at some um, point. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're always if, yeah. happy to soon. I'm not sure who our next yeah. uh, guest is going to be. We're okay. talking about having the old uh, leech waifu on, who people might oh. know, because yeah, she's, 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 she's very been funny. On um, she's been on here, yeah. Yeah, um, so that when she's got internet in her new place, I think we'll do yeah. that. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> uh, I don't know if she'll be listening to this, but I hope you get internet soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a bit of an ordeal with the internet yeah, that she's going does, through at the moment. It does sound like a ball ache. But, yeah. but also, on that note, also oh, sorry, go yeah. Ahead. There's other people I want to get on who I may, I may uh, do. I mean, just uh, off the record. Oh fuck, I don't care. You can put this in if you, if, if you want. Like I'm, I'm mutuals on Twitter. By the way, follow the Real Politic organization at RP Core Intel on Twitter, everyone. But like, I'm mutuals on that account with Alexi Sales' wife. So I'm like, what's oh. the etiquette about asking someone's wife if they'll come on your podcast? <laughs> I, Shy um, Ben's getting out. Yeah, exactly. I think I think you go for it, right? Yeah, yeah. Shoot like, my um, shot. It's like it's like how I shit posted my way into interviewing Jolly and Morn, right? Like, oh, it's yeah. like, <laughs> like it's like how I did that, right? You've got to you got to shoot you, if you think it's worth it. You've got to do it. And I would absolutely listen to a real politic Alexi Sale episode. Oh, like, it would be a dream. I mean, I I you know like I always I I, I say that the um the Mike Gapes um you know interview episode is the best episode of any podcast I've ever listened to. I stand by that, but I think the Alexi Sale one will be. Would be amazing. Would be, so, yeah. yeah. Let's not let's not count our blessings just yet, but hopefully yeah. that will that that will happen at some point. And oh, uh, hopefully, I just got to pluck up the courage to reach out to his wife Linda, and uh, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> yeah, then I think it would be good. I mean, he fucking hates Starmer. Yeah, yeah. that'll go well. So <laughs> right, <good calls. laughs> so, so so lads, uh, we got we've got to wrap it up because my partner's going to want to go to bed. Cool. Um, can I record in the bedroom? So uh, yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Jack, for coming along. Uh, everyone, remember to check out the bonus episode, check out Real Politic, check out the Mike Gapes interview episode in particular. Oh, of course. And we'll catch you on the bonus if you're joining us there. And if not, we'll catch you in two weeks on the main episode. Uh, see you, everyone. Yeah. Thank, thank Cheers, you for Jack. having me, guys. No problem. No worries. <laughs>